Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. We are recording. Who, who's going to speak first, Dave? Should we have a little pre, a pre-show meeting? I can go first. You, you sure? Yeah, I'm going to go first. Okay, something to say. All right, good luck. The following You're going first, okay? is a member of the Great Big Owl family. It's because i got something to say. Okay, Dave, yeah, you go first, mate. I don't want to speak first. Though, Tom? Yes, mate, hey? I've got something to say. Oh, yeah, go on. What is it? Can I speak first? Uh, yeah, you can. Yeah, 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 you go first. Go on, over to you. Go it's on. actually a confession. You haven't fucking watched Contact, have you? Not yet, no. You're an absolute... I just d- didn't get... I did not have time. I mean, what, in between... I've, I've seen you Instagram, Dave. Just watching the, the 5 p.m misery press conference instead of watching contact you should have watched contact to be fair wasn't the misery press conference really worth a watch on well, sunday was, which is yeah. when i was supposed to be watching contact yeah it would have been a difficult sell to your housemates who wanted to watch a huge moment potentially and you'd be like yeah but but can we watch a 1997 robert zemeckis film <laughs> and they would have said yes we can i mean it's called contact so it's sort of on message isn't it sort of about you know Tra- um, trace contact something like that I mean yeah sure but yeah 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 I mean I'm sorry like it's fine I will I will honestly watch it this week the problem is is today is my sister's birthday so it feels mm. mean to make her watch it a great birthday um, present to be honest let's look for life on other planets um listen can I I'm right now I'm just looking for things to do after lockdown I'm looking for because I'm quite looking forward to this summer gonna have a car I'm gonna get out there and do some things and I'm just looking up uh, Barnard Castle on TripAdvisor it oh, is yeah. really nice some great reviews on Barnard, Barnard, Barnard Castle recently went to Durham for a trip it was quite dead for a tourist destination to make the most of it I went out walking along the Tees I chatted to a man with his family there he recommended Barnard Castle we had a fantastic trip here and we were able to witness the bluebells my new acquaintance said if I was in Durham the following week he would be back up this end as his parents were having a garden party that's nice isn't this it this is very very Pizza Express working isn't it yeah it's great it's um, the perfect entertainment for families and young kids it's a difficult time to be entertaining kids with so much is, when so much is closed delighted to find Barnard Castle open on our recent trip up from the big smoke to celebrate mum's birthday <laughs> bumped into an old acquaintance the floating skull and young family never seen him looking so well <laughs> i mean the a, a there's no point in us being too political and i think that's moving so quickly honestly i think by the time this goes out he might have gone because did yeah. you see that as you know we're recording this monday morning um and about 11 p.m last night yeah. our time podcast time not live listening time yeah. it emerged that um the daily mail have turned on the tories the da- when the daily mail have turned wild that is, it, that that is, is like wild. that is like one of the tigers turning on carol baskin isn't it that is it's like all of the tigers yeah 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 turning turning on every <laughs> like just it's what oh my goodness this is a good so, review michael's written a good one visited here on sunday the 12th of april was suffering from a dry cough high temperature and lost all sense of taste and smell dropped the cat off at my mother's house to make sure that she was safe as every good father would do absolutely beautiful face de- de- beautiful place definitely worth driving over 264 miles for 
Oh, I just wish there was some sort of sense of justice that this would actually affect his life in any negative way, if but it just any won't. Justice in the world. No, mate, it's, 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 you know, it'll be business as usual. That, that is the depressing thing. I think it was uh, comedy uh, producer Ian Morris was tweeting about it, saying, well, the news cycle will move on and we will have more stories to talk about in a couple of days' time because, you know, the ne- by the end of this week, we're all going to be talking about what's the next phase of coming out of lockdown and uh, we'll forget about this and we'll move on. And not many people who voted Tory will now not vote Tory. It's not going to change politically much, so it's slightly depressing. I think there's a lot of Twitterati getting up in arms about it and just sort of... The Daily Mail thing's a big thing, though. I think that I think I do think he'll probably... I do think he'll probably end up going, but I just don't think he'll go for long and he'll sit in the background and probably still get paid to be some sort of consultant in the quiet and then probably be back for the election. You know, it's that kind of thing, isn't it? Yeah, Whereas... yeah, yeah. Didn't Mandelson basically do that? Mandelson did that, didn't he, when he left mm. TB behind? Um I, what do you? How, where do you stand on the? And Helen Monks will be interested in this because Helen Monks was saying the other day that she's looking for Dominic Cummings's house, which we would never condone that on this show. That's no. a slightly weird thing to do. But then Helen Monks, you know, that she's a very active person. That's what she wants to do. Um, but did you see the video of? I don't Dominic, think she's actually going to do anything. I, I don't think she was at all. No. Um, uh, well, because also I found out where his street is. <laughs> I was mess. Yeah, yeah. I was messaging her, going, "Oh, he's, he's quite near me." And she was like, "Yeah, I'm not really going to go." Okay, fine. Yeah, good, good, good. <laughs> um, uh, and Just talking down our uh, great big old podcasters from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. No, she's definitely not going to go and uh, and barrack. And do a, like Wicker Man on Dominic Cummings, but did you see the the footage of him getting home and the people just like getting selfies next to him, giving you know giving him giving the finger, him the finger and swearing at him and all that? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. not going to be great for him, I don't think. I think no, yeah, no. Uh, well, you know, you, you know, he's often gone on about the metropolitan elites, and now he's got to live with them. You don't shit where you eat, mate. It's uh, what can you do, man? What can you do? I don't really have much sympathy for him. There you go. Oh, oh, breaking news. BT have replied to my... My broadband's been absolute dog shit recently. Oh, has it? I've not yeah. noticed on this, Dave. Um, no, weirdly, it seems to always be perfect when I do this podcast. And then as soon as I want to do anything else... Yeah. It's um, completely fucking useless. That's annoying, that. Right. And so what, what's BT... So, I mean, you are just literally checking your emails while you record one That's of the biggest lockdown podcasts. Mate, don't you worry. I, I don't bother emailing or calling BT anymore. I just tweet them an angry public tweet. Right. Uh, or semi-angry, just sort of like semi... You shame them in front of your 300 followers. Yeah, that's that's useful. Oh, yeah. And the rest, mate. 312. <laughs> Thank no. you. Um, no, but I mean, you will be surprised when there's a few thousand people that can see you going BT your shambles. They do immediately. And it's only because I did it once in a sort of like... I don't shame them. I just, I just inquire on Twitter because what they do then is send you a DM and say, what time would you like us to call you to sort this out? Rather than me sitting on the line for six hours waiting to get put through. It's it's just the way the system works. It's a much more efficient way, you know? And what is the latest from British telecoms regarding your broadband day? Paddy's the been big in issue. touch. How is Paddy, is it? Yeah, Pat's, Pat's on this morning. So he? it was Aaron a couple of days ago. Aaron, um, oh, he's a, Aaron was, he's a pain, Aaron. He does not, he doesn't. He's a bit useless, if I'm honest. Absolutely. Nothing was resolved. The thing is, Tom, and, you know, it's absolutely fine and it sort of ticks along and this podcast has been fine for it, but I've got a 100 megabit guaranteed stay safe, whatever you call it. Like, mm. I, that's, it should always be 100 and more. Yeah. And it's regularly in the 20s at the moment. And yeah, but, yeah, but when it's in the 20s, right, don't you find that you're like, well, it's still fine for everything I need? Yeah, well, I mean, I, my previous broadband was about 20. That was that's all it was, and it was sort of fine but annoying. But I'm just, I'm paying for this thing, and I'm just like, a, I'm a bit annoyed because this stay fast guarantee I've worked out, and this is not to naysay the largest uh, telecommunications company in the country, mm. slash 
the ones that have a monopoly and don't really yeah um, really work for it at all <laughs> yeah. but um there's no there's no real you don't get anything it's like guaranteed 100 and it's like well it's 21 and they're like oh really sorry about that i was like what sort of guarantee is that give me my money back we guarantee we will give you that speed and if we don't we will apologize whoa that's amazing yeah but it's tricky isn't it because it's like you know it's it's uh it's war and peace scenario isn't it you have paid money for war and peace we all know you're never going to read it but if someone took it away you'd be cross Yes, exactly. And they, 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 they do all these tricks, the tricks. I mean, here's, do, you want, do you want my BT tricks uh, sidestepper? Oh, yeah. Because they do, so the first thing they always do is say, because I sent them a little screenshot of, you know, one of those broadband speed checkers, and it was on something like three, like Ooh, pathetic. Yeah, yeah. And they say, oh, would you mind just um, plugging your laptop directly into your router and doing a wired test connection? And you immediately know that 90% of the people in the country don't anymore have a fucking laptop that even oh, takes an Ethernet no. cable. No, you know, so, of course, yeah. Like, fuck off to start with, and B, that's not what I use it for. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's yeah. like saying my car doesn't work when there's more than one person in it. And they're like, well, can you just put a small child in it and get him to see if the weight, you know, if it takes the weight? Yeah, I think that analogy works. Yeah. yeah. I'm, just going, <laughs> I'm just going through that analogy in my head. Yeah, I think well, that, that, that'll do more or less. God, you know? it's, we're so good at analogies on the show. Uh, our approach to analogies is a lot like, a, lot like um, a, a dog finding Anna. Fuck it. <laughs> It's like it's like my toaster doesn't work when you put some jam near it, and they say, "Would you like some jam on your toast?" Analogy like, corner. Can we make an analogy <laughs> corner sting? That would be nice. Yes. <laughs> Here comes an analogy. Um, Dave, Dave, I need to talk to you about fudge. Okay, I'm interested. So I'm interested actually. The other day, my wife made fudge. Uh, with the kids as a kind of homeschooling project and she homeschooling yeah homeschooling mate got to teach the kids how to cook yeah it's important agreed with that sentence and now tell me how making fudge right because you're teaching them about ingredients and eating some food that that they've made I don't know anyway so she poured in uh, oh my god it's like it's butter and then there's um uh, sugar and then there's syrup and then there's cocoa powder and then maybe a bit more butter for luck and then a bit, bit of milk or something i don't even know what the ingredients were but she created this essentially a black hole like there are now stars nearby in the universe heading towards our planet because there's a black hole in north london and i'm not talking about dominic Cummings' soul i'm talking about the fudge my wife has Ooh, made a little bit of satire is it again yeah, you go. you're welcome two welcome. days in a row welcome back to the now show two points sandy uh, <laughs> um and uh, she speckled it with sea salt really some, really uh just picking me up on you're picking me up on the sandy thing aren't you well, no, and the now show. You're thinking of the news quiz uh, oh, yeah. with the former host Sandy Toxvig. So mm, she's gone, isn't she? Neither of those. It's great. No, it's, it's a nice, uh, mixed, enjoyable. a mixed reference. I'd say. Did I tell you about the time I bumped into Prulith near my house, talking about cooking cakes? No. Uh, so I interviewed Prulith for uh, on Magic uh, about her new book. She Prulith writes novels, right? Which have nothing to do with cooking. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Are they good? So, I interviewed her, right, about a novel. And then, literally, it's so fucking weird, this. Four days later, I'm walking my kids to school, right? And there's a bit of a gang of us, because you sort of get up, you get up a bit of um, head of steam when you walk to school. Pre-lockdown, yeah? Pre-lockdown, obviously. It all gets a little bit, oh, hello, you you know, meeting on street corners, right? You remember that song, with Keith, uh, what's his name? Vindaloo, Keith Allen, Vindaloo. Everyone sort of meets, and and the group gets bigger and bigger. That's kind of what happens when you walk to school. Um, And then we get to a road, really near my house, 
standing on the corner. Fucking Prue Leith, mate. Right? Sure. Prue Leith's just standing there. And just literally, nothing. Just, I don't know, she looks like she was waiting for a car or something. She doesn't live in the area, because we, we've got a list of the celebrities who live nearby. I've ch- I checked on the spreadsheet. Lisa She's, Tarbuck. Lisa Tarbuck, good morning. Um, the end. And so I... And she was, like, right on the corner we were about to walk past. Like, it wasn't like I had to go my way to say hi to her. So, and I, th- you know, I thought I'd impress the parents who I was with. Because like, oh, they, they went, oh, my God, it's Prulith. And I was like, oh, well, I met her the other day. And I'm going to be like, hey. And she'll be like, oh, my God. How are so you? So, you interviewed her in person. Yes. Yeah, so again, again, this is a, a, a pre-lockdown world. I was like, oh, you see, so you interviewed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I sat in a room with her for half an hour and, and listened to her talk about her book. So, I, you know, it was a great interview. <laughs> And I went, so I sort of I was like, oh, fuck it, I'm going to say hi. And these guys are going to be like, oh my God, you know Prue Leith. Hey, Prue, how are you doing? I said, and she looked straight through me. Never, never have I seen less recognition from anyone. Never. Wow. Literally. And I was like, oh, uh, and all the parents had now stopped and were all silent. So I've got like four parents, loads of sets of kids all watching me say hi to this person because everyone's been going, oh my God, it's Prue Leith. Uh, we met a couple of years ago. I interviewed you about your but. Uh, no, nothing. <laughs> to the point where I thought, was I interviewing a fucking double the other day or something? Is that is this like um, Donald Trump's wife? Is there just are there just spare prue leaths around the place who get wheeled out for interviews? She couldn't just yeah. She's like, oh yeah, yeah, oh right, and she sort of then pretended, and then I said. Well, the thing is about this is that she should fucking pretend. Like that, like that. Pretend, like, mate. Always pretend. Why? Why is her instinct not to be like? Even when you just say hi, Prue, to be like, oh hi, how are you? Because you. Well, don't get me wrong. She was very nice. She wasn't prickly or, or cold. No, no, no or I know. But that should be your default. As uh, maybe she has come to sort of celebrity much later in life and hasn't. But you know, even we have to do that because in our sort of line of work, we meet a lot of people and inevitably forget who a lot of people are. Mm. But your sort Tom, of default Tom is Price, to just be like. Way, him pros yeah it's to be like hey how are you friend right. well that's what i thought she would do right yeah. what, and i went in pretty i went in i went in at about an eight. Oh my god hello how are you that's weird because yeah. i saw you the other day and i got back a four from like uh hello oh mm. it's tom we oh it was very odd and obviously the parents have never fucking forgotten it and now they all talk about how prudy is my best celebrity friend <laughs> thanks guys Shame you didn't bump into Tarbuck, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. That could have impressed them. Anyway, so we're making fudge, right? So Beth's making fudge oh, with yeah. the kids. And it is, it comes out looking like tar. It looks like the warnings used to look on the side of cigarette packets before yeah. before they got ridiculously uh, depressing and upsetting. Um, they just used to do like lumps of tar to show you what smoking did to you. Yeah. And it looks absolutely disgusting, right? And the kids refused to eat it because I said it looked like poo because it does it looks like a sort of pooey tarry uh, right so Beth Beth tries a bit and she's like her eyes light up and I can see it. and Beth's going oh it's not very nice she's trying to keep it secret and I can see in her eyes this glint and I was like oh I'll try a bit so I pop, popped a bit in the old gob holy fuck bags I, literally the act of having to get it in my mouth was like sort of having to smear a bit of glue off the side of a like an empty glue container maybe if you can just imagine it is like glue right that's the point i'm making here so so so, so, so it's glue. yeah tell me the glue thing it's a glue i'm trying it's an analogy corner so it's like trying to get into your car with some glue yeah. <laughs> yeah. but you can't because of the glue right i'm trying to think of a good comparison it is basically incredibly hard to get an amount and it's so sticky your jaw instantly locks together like you've got tetanus but it's the best thing 
I've ever done with my mouth. Hang on, what is the taste? The, 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 the fudge yeah. is the best thing that's ever happened to my mouth. Really? Like, it's insane. It's an intense package of fat and sugar and cream. And I don't know if she's put some heroin in there as well. It looks it looks like, actually... Is it squidge? I don't really know anything about drugs, Dave. You know, I mean, obviously, this is your department, clearly. Uh, you know, you get the... Um, is, sure, it called, sure. is it called squidgy? What is the... What's the Honest, on, Honestly, my knowledge of drugs is so painful. And I shouldn't be embarrassed not to know, like the street names of drugs or what people are referring to or even the differences in types of marriage. I just don't know anything no, about if it. You, if you want to learn something about drugs, listen to Crime Club, our uh, podcast on Great Big Al. It's an amazing podcast oh, interviewing yeah. people who can that has th- say things like, yeah, he had a packet. He's, he's on packets. I don't even know what that means. Um, packet of squares. Uh, well, squares. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quavers. Yes, please. So, no, right. Neither of us are. We're not. We're not druggists. Um, and I, it's it le- does look like because she she wraps it up and she's portioned it out into grams, and it look and she's put it in cling film and it looks like little and they're sitting in the fridge and it does look like we've now got a lot of um, skunk in our fridge and I'm tempted to start selling it on street corners. You probably could, mate. Yeah, I mean, the upshot is my wife made some nice fudge and the kids don't... We're trying to keep it a secret from the kids that it's nice. So they keep seeing us eating it. That's very clever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, can I try a bit? And we're like, no, we're just eating it to get it done. We should throw it away, really. But my God, Dave, it's an absolute culinary triumph. Um, That is great. Can you send me some? Can I send you some of my fudge? It's not a bad idea. Yeah, I worry that sniffer dogs might get it when it goes through the postal system because they might suspect it of being something. But, that's um, fudge, isn't it? They'll open it and it'll be fudge and they'll be fine. And they find it's fudge, yeah. Pop it in a little package um, with a note that says, don't worry, lads, this is just fudge. Brackets, not drugs. Should I send you some fudge? Yes, please. Okay, mate, I'm going to send you... And that's not a euphemism, friend. That sounds like a yeah. street threat. I'm going to fucking send you fudge, mate. I'll make Again, you. we don't know the lingo for the, the, the streets use. Yeah, yeah. Okay, fine. All right, I'll send you some fudge. Well, we've got something out. Well, you, oh, you have literally got something out of this podcast for the first I'm time. thrilled. In free fudge. Weeks. Free fudge. There you are. Oh, no, I didn't say free, mate. It's three quid. Thank you. <laughs> Hello, I'm Justin. And I'm Lucy. And together we are the hosts of Plenty Questions. It's a very straightforward general knowledge quiz. We ask you 20 questions, one after the other, five second gap in between, and you shout the answers out. And then you tweet us to let us know how you've got on. See if you can get 20 out of 20. No one has so far, but that's because we haven't started doing it yet. Mm, But we will. Uh, And there's also going to be some fiendish brain teasers, so join us for Plenty Plenty Questions. Questions. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
Bill, 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 Right, have you been writing yourself little intros for this episode, Dave? Yeah, 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 the prodigal con returns. That's what it's going to be called. The prod bill call, son. The prod bill call con returns, returns to the bill. On a Cornelius Day. <laughs> Cornelius Day. Now that will stick. That will stick. Um, Happy Cornelius Day, everyone. People missed you last week, mate. You were you know, missed. We, we, we had Dom Bloody Jolly and you, you I love absent. Dom Jolly as well. Yeah. He's a very funny man. He is really funny. I'm a big fan of Dom Jolly's. And he's going to come back on, Cornelius. So would you like to Would you like to hop on yeah, at the I same time? Yeah, I can talk to him about the time my brother met him in the street and he was nice. And how when they bought it back exclusively for all four... Uh, Trigger Happy TV, that was. It was even better, and they just did shorts, and it should have got recommissioned. Did Dom Jolly want to, it to get recommissioned? Was he after doing Well, more? he retweeted me when I tweeted, ah. suggesting so. Oh, well, God, I didn't know we had a Dom Jolly fanboy in the house. Yeah, I quite like him. Ah, that's the most enthusiasm you're going to get from Cornelius about anything, to be fair. Yeah. Cornelius, uh, how's your week been? How's Dave? Can you, can we, can you give us a sort of um, an eye-in on, on Dave Cribland, please, while we've got you here? It's been an odd week for us, different, because I well, I was working all last had week. had to go to work, yeah. I had to go to work because um, I'm a key worker, because had I not gone in, some some right-wing radio might not have been produced properly. <laughs> Thank God for you. <laughs> um, uh, so, <laughs> so I haven't been around too much. And also, like, we are doing that sort of meet, meeting one person. We all are, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's been that. So you... I don't think you saw my brother yesterday, did you? No, I didn't. No, but he, he sat did. outside our flat. Yeah, it's like ships in the night, isn't and it? And we, I couldn't go in because Dave was doing yoga. Oh, so Dave. Dave did yoga. Is that the tidbit you wanted? That's what I need, mate. Is it tid? Is tidbit or is it tidbit? Tidbit. But Cornelius hasn't seen either. Okay. Tid- um, <laughs> doesn't even work as a joke because the tid's not a thing. But it's funny, isn't it? Um, have you seen? So have you seen Dave doing yoga? No, because he specifically texts me requesting not to go into his room because yeah. uh, not that I would normally. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, you have to explain that. Uh, normally, it's fine for you to, to run in when he's wanking. That's so okay. <laughs> on our east terrace. Um, Jesus uh, Christ! All right, yeah, all right, Buckingham Palace. <laughs> our east terrace. Uh, the way to get out to that is uh, through Dave's room. Okay, that's where the door is to yeah. the, it, you know, and it overlooks the garden square and the pond and the. Dave, aren't you tempted to do some yoga on the terrace, looking out onto the people? That'd be quite. No, absolutely not. In no way. I might do it on the west terrace. Actually, the west terrace is is bigger and slightly more private. Yes. Um. So I, I I've have done exercise there before. How did your yoga go? Do you feel better for doing it? Because I'm gearing up for doing some. I've watched an Adrian video. I'm nearly there. Yeah, yeah. So I started with Adrienne, and she's sort of fine, but she does a lot of talking. Mm. Um, and yeah, I'll send I'll send you some good tips, mate. Some good. All right. Well, I'll watch. send you some fudge, and you send me yeah. some yoga. Yoga some, tips. Such a happy lockdown. Um, all right, Cornelius, come on then. Let's do some bill, please. Let's take us through. Oh, actually, Dave, we need to get ready for the bill. Bingo. Bingo. Well, I didn't know whether we were revealing this or not. Well, I feel bad if we don't. Yeah, um, that's true. You I, I can't. I can't play Bill Bingo. You've watched the episode but, with him. I watched it with him. We watched it yesterday. Oh my god, guys! Well, I can still play Bill Bingo by myself. Okay, um, but also that's quite sad. <laughs> but uh, that's fine. I was a one man, one man bingo. But um, I mean, Dave, are you going to help Cornelius describe the episode, or are you? Yeah, just- I can chip in, mate. Uh, do you know what? Here's my overall thing, overarching thought about it. Oh, didn't I say to you? What did I say right at the end when it finished? I can't remember. What, oh, you wanted to watch another one? Yeah, I said, can we watch the next one? And Cornelius said no. 
No. Even um, though not much happened in this one. No, but <laughs> so it's good. It's really good. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed it, mate. Yeah, yeah, but nothing much happened. We're basically in the middle of a like, search for a missing child and she didn't get found. That's Well, that's spoiler oh, alert. Hang on, oh, hang on, hang on. Good. I'm gonna... Well, no, you can't have any of those in building. Oh, I was just writing, I literally writing the word missing. Okay. But yeah, it brought back a lot of memories. Did it? Yeah, it, I forgot how good it. I forgot how good it was. It was funny as well because Dave knew the characters' names better than I did. <laughs> Cornelius gets saying, "Who's that one again?" <laughs> Jack Meadows. Who's that? Oh, Meadows, thank you, great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hang on, I've got to think of words before. I've never used before. Yeah. Um, oh, here's one. I can give you a clue for one. Cool. It isn't the nun. Right. There's no nuns. Okay. Thanks. No nuns. But there is. If you've been listening properly, there is a throwback word that you could pick out a oh. character returns oh yeah in a oh, i couldn't believe it yeah, i mad. couldn't believe it oh god well oh. it was a good episode actually yeah. now i remember that go on neil away you go okay here we go the bill series 18 episode 13 so we're back with the search for the little girl uh eva's little girl this is um uh, there's a noise in the woods uh, during the search in the night. Uh, oh, is that her? Is that her? No, it's a large white man and not a small black girl. <laughs> they really, but it's like it's not even like is that her? They probably go over, don't they? Yeah, like, yeah. We found something. Like, they're, they're basically taking the posters down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's a middle-aged white man, not a nine-year-old black girl. But one of the cops is like, I think we've, I think we probably found it, guys. <laughs> so it's just an injured bloke who claims he's fallen, but it's clearly. Uh, got a kick in him. Meadows is back and he's on the case. He was off the last episode. Uh, Jim Carver is now the family liaison officer with Eva. So he's in the house with Eva. Mm-hmm. Um, Quite boring those bits, aren't they? Yeah, her house as well at one point has more coppers in than Sunhill Station. Yeah, like, it, is, like, it is rammed. The search party. They're all in the house. Are they looking around the house? Eva doesn't want Carver there because she knows that he's actually there to pry because that's what I learned about family liaison officers mm. is that they will stab you in the back. They are grasses. Yeah. Well, yeah. So he's there to, well, she says he's there to like ask her questions and delve into oh. where the kid might, you know, like to sort of to try to turn it on her basically. Stuff. Well, no, just sort of subtly find stuff out like, oh, when did you last shout at your kid and chuck her yeah. out of the house? You know, was it, was it three days ago when she went missing? That well, kind of thing. Yeah. Like sort of subtly like interrogating, but subtly just going, so do you miss your kid? Have you killed her? That sort of thing. <laughs> you do learn that uh, these scenes come back from all the way through the episode, and it's 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 quite just dull procedural explanation, isn't it? Yeah, it's just a lot of that going. Like basically, Eva's all the time going, "Well, I'm a copper, so I know what's happening here." Yeah, and, and she's also very difficult and rude. Yeah, uh, to Carver, which I don't think helps. No, I think Carver's doing the best he can at this stage. Mm. Um, Robin Parks is the man of the guy who was found, the the little black girl. Uh, <laughs> he. He claimed he was running and fell over. The paramedics say he got a kick in. They heads, uh, the coppers heads Do you think he might have been tail. robbed in the park? Who, Robin Parks? Yeah. Oh, maybe. Oh, wow. He was found in a park. I bet the writers had a giggle to the <laughs> that one, didn't they? It's the first time that joke has been laughed at for 20 years. One <laughs> moment, what thought? Uh, so two of the coppers just heads or tails who goes in the ambulance to the hospital. Uh, Robin's wife turns up then at the hospital Turns out he's a prison officer. Uh, yeah. So it could be any ex-cop, uh, ex-con who uh, is um, the guilty party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just been, just been done, hasn't he? Mm-hmm. 
Kerry confronts Luke about the gay affair straight mm. in and you think, oh, this is it. Time to say it. He he calls her crazy and they passionately kiss. Oh, wow. It's okay. very gaslighting. Gaslighting. Yeah, but before it was invented. <laughs> uh, she, no, that's horrible. Uh, she then goes to the sergeant and tells him he's crazy. Uh, two detectives find some heroin on a young lad. Uh, the sergeant, Craig, suggests he can no longer go on because he thought uh, the tennis courts had been searched when they hadn't. This is the gay sergeant that's had the affair with Luke, isn't it? Yeah, and he's basically just losing it. And he, he goes, no, don't worry about the tennis he's stressed court. stressed out about this Luke thing. Everything's getting to him. Yeah. Mm. Okay. All right. yep. um, and then uh, he also thinks he can't be gay and a police officer and drink some whiskey. Uh, the <laughs> drugs weird. kid is difficult in the interview and says he might know where the kid is. What? <laughs> and, uh, and PC Taverner decided uh, to ignore that uh, because he thinks it's bollocks. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? So, yeah, yeah this is one of those things in the bill which I've just, I do remember thinking because they cut away from the main story to suddenly arrest someone for no reason, really. Right. And then it turns out they're the key to the whole thing. Oh. So, yeah, he reckons he spotted the missing kid. And oh. then a journalist turns up at the station and goes, why haven't you listened to this child about the tip-off about where so the kid weird. is? That was so weird. So it just so, comes out of nowhere. Yeah, and now a journalist. I think, was the journalist the kid's mum? Well, I thought it was the kid's mum at first. That's that what's on my notes. Yeah, maybe but She could be both. That's possible. You can be a journalist and a mum. That does happen, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm writing that down. It's like uh, that <laughs> riddle when it, it was the doctor's son, but the doctor was a woman. Mm. Oh, it's just like that. Save that, that, riddle, for, that riddle from the office. Save that for Riddle Me Thursday, please, mate. Yeah, is it from the office? Isn't that one of the riddles that Ryan's guessing that when Dwight keeps oh, firing yeah, riddles yeah, at yeah. him, Ryan just gets them straight away? <laughs> yes, correct. Uh, Mickey Webb goes and searches the bloke who's got beaten up his property. Then uh, they find a self-storage, which the guy owns. Then a laptop is found. Mm. Meanwhile, a Barbie doll is found near where the young kid said he saw Joanna, the little girl. Um, he then points out, and he's, they take him to the scene and he goes, oh, look, there she is. Uh, and weirdly, he doesn't point at a middle-aged white man. but uh, <laughs> he, is, uh, he does have one upon the police in that sense. Yeah, uh, he points at a little black girl uh, holding hands with her mother, but it's not Joanna. So it turns out he didn't have information. No. Okay. And that PC Taverner, in a way, was right, but also wrong. Yeah. Uh, on the laptop, nonce materials are found. Uh-oh. Uh, after, oh, after a pretty good uh, we-can't-hack-into-this-computer tech moment from the 2000s, where they turn the computer on and it goes, this is password-protected, and they yeah. all sort of go, oh, for fuck's sake, as if like it would have just been immediately... <laughs> so it's sort of like Mission them. Impossible meets the bill for this bill. Yeah, they just <laughs> open the laptop, and it's like, uh, these files are protected by a password, and they all like live... They're like, what? how the- How are we supposed to do our job now? <laughs> password is zero, zero, Yeah, zero. exactly. The password is pedo. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, so it turns out this Robin Parks, the police no, prison officer, yeah. uh, is a pedophile, uh, it all kicks off in the hospital out of nowhere as a man with a plank of wood comes in and goes to attack Parks, yeah. but um, he instead attacks the gay sergeant who gets in his way and he proper clumps him. Um, the landline ring it rings at Eva's, doesn't it? And that's the landline they've been keeping free. Yeah. Uh, for the, yeah, for the daughter to call. Oh, yeah. Um, 
And then she very angrily tells the person that she doesn't want to take part in the survey. Oh, fuck. Oh, you gave me real hope then, Joanna. Oh, yeah, oh, I know. When that phone rang, mate, we were all there, weren't we? Oh, shit. Shit. The sergeant tells Luke that he's leaving. Luke holds his hand and cries. Oh. Kerry witnesses this all through the window oh. of the hospital. <sighs> Kerry, the, Kerry, sorry. <coughs> You're right, he's getting emotional. Yeah. Yeah, quite Kerry mean. immediately goes and asks Gina Gold, Inspector Gold, what's happening as you would. Yeah. If you suspect that your husband's having a gay affair with the sergeant, you'd then go to the inspector. Yeah. To- well, how can he ha- be having a gay affair when he did a passionate kiss with her? That surely proves that he's not gay well, if he's exactly. kissed her. I know, it's very confusing. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that is literally what he says. He literally says like something like, I'm married and we're going to have a baby. Isn't Doesn't that prove that I'm not gay or something, doesn't it? Wow. Gina then marches Kerry into the hospital ward which the sergeant is in with Luke and says right you need to say what happened on Luke's stag night which is where they had sex the sergeant says that he made a pass at Luke and Luke rejected him Mm. and he feels awkward and he's going to move on and will miss everyone (laughs) it's weird because Gina Gold sets that up as well so there's like a really good bit of... So that's the credits, Tom. That's the advert break. Okay, Gina good. Marks Hang on, is this, is this the first ad break? No, it's no, no, no. Jesus, the third yeah. right God for that. Okay, right. right. <laughs> no, but Gina marches in and goes, you need to say what happened on the steg do. Well, that's not an impression. Very good. And then it goes, dun 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 And then it's the ads. And then because we're watching it on YouTube, immediately it goes, dun 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 Straight away. You get a double dun dun Basically. Yeah. But then yeah. Gina Gold's basically like, you need to tell him what happened to the stag do about how nudge, nudge, wink, wink, you made a pass, nudge, nudge at him, wink, wink, and yeah. nothing happened, nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Because she knows everything, right? Yeah, yeah, she does, yeah. And then they're all like, oh, yeah, that probably makes sense. So it's a bit weird. Mm, what Gina Gold's odd. playing at. Especially as Gina Gold spent the last two episodes going, this all just needs to come out. Yeah, or, yeah. Or we leave it. You right. know, so, uh, never so, what, so what happens then? Nothing. Well, well yeah, that everyone goes, all right then. And that's uh, it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So we're looking at one of the pictures, not obviously in detail, uh, of from the laptop, and it's shown to Jack Meadows, and he goes, "I know that garden. What? Oh. Guess whose garden it is? You won't oh. believe this. Um, Reg. <laughs> no, no." This is a clue I gave you earlier about the the person that wasn't the nun. Someone coming back from a previous episode. Yeah. Oh shit. And that, the, but this relies on me having listened to this for the last ten weeks. Uh, hang on, let me try and guess. Let me try and guess. So it's someone from a previous episode. Uh, it's not the nun. Uh, you, could be, you should be able to work it out, really, because there's been someone not doing their job properly. Oh, I don't know. Go on, tell me. It's none other than Howard Sinclair. <laughs> Who's Howard Sinclair? He is the judge who had been like, who was just making what did what did he's he sort do? of letting everyone off, wasn't he? Yeah, not yeah, doing it properly, yeah, yeah. He was a judge oh, who was basically not God, putting that's... anyone away, and it turns out he was being blackmailed as he's a paedophile and he's part of a paedophile ring that involves a prison officer, a judge, and God knows who else. So Whoa. they've discovered a paedophile ring, and uh, and still no child. Oh shit! And it ends with Eva going, "That's it. I'm going back to work." Yeah, the, the cliffhanger is absolute dog shit. Mm. Shit! So they haven't. They still haven't found the kid, but they found no, out. No, she's been missing for quite a while now. Oh, yeah, God. and they are all now going, "Oh God, is it linked? Is this all linked?" Yeah. 
So yeah, but yeah, dog shit cliffhanger because I don't care about Eva going back to work. But, but you like, want to watch more, don't you, Dave? You want to watch more? Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. You want to find out what happened with this paedophile ring? Yeah, just there's loads that's going on. Honestly, Tom, it's so good. The it's bill. just so. When is this episode from? Remind me. Is this from the early noughties? Two thousand and three. Fuck. All right. Okay. Well, and that's so. That's the end of the episode. Yep. Dave, cue the music, please. Cornelius, get ready to sing. the long version that was the bill it's beautiful Cornelius well watching it back I realised the theme tune goes on for fucking ages because right at the end what they do they do it three times so they go uh, uh, oh wow it's the bill and I knew that because I tried to sing along three times and then they kept like <laughs> <laughs> fucking teasing me out of it that is brilliant um so dave now you've seen it because i don't really trust cornelius's judgment because for me he's just a blind fan like the bill can do no wrong it's a bit like me liking morrissey doesn't matter what morrissey says i'll always love him he's so, yeah he's just so invested in the bill. like he loves the bill so much mm, always yeah, has yeah, that love yeah. it can i just yeah. say i do now hate morrissey as well but uh dave as an outside pair of eyes what yeah. is the bill like in terms of acting quality talk to me about the scripting and the acting dave is it as good acting as mixed, making out? definitely like eva is not good all right do you think well no. she goes on to play denise in eastenders yeah not not for me oh, sorry if you listening uh but some of them are good yeah i like it i like like gina gold is exemplary yeah. in her oh. character so good. You're, not, you're not gonna find me dissing gina gold mate uh but She's no a casualty what? now i think it's gripping tom i'll mm. tell you that not much happens in this well actually that's not true they discover a pedophile ring involving a judge and a prison officer but it's not like a big resolution to the whole overarching story and no. i'm still gripped so there you go so you're back in for more of the, This is the perfect lockdown activity. That's Yeah, I'm going to watch The Bell with Cornelius every week now, I've decided. Cornelius, can you do me a favour? Mm-hmm. Can you make sure Dave watches Contact today, please? What's that? That film that I told you we had to watch, remember? One of the best films of the last century. Amazing movie from films. 1997. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a good one. It's not one of the shit... I know there's a lot of shit ones out there. This is one of the good ones. Uh, um, I can try, but we, we've got quite a busy day because it's your sister's birthday. Yeah, that's what I said. We can't really do it today, but we'll probably do it tomorrow. How's that, Tom? I just think it's the perfect birthday present to sit down. Tom, I have a question for you. Yeah, happy to have. Uh, and this might be an edit point, I don't know. But y- you live in North London. Yeah. Do you know if you live near Dominic Cummins? Where... Well, I do know. I found out where he lives and I could I could get to his house on a bike probably in about, I'd say, under 10 minutes. I do. I know exactly where he lives, but that's you cannot say that without it sounding very threatening is he the closest politician to you because i imagine like every other house in north london is just politician. yeah he must have corbyn nearby right i know where corbyn is yeah uh corbyn's a bit closer than cummings yeah um see corbyn around a lot he's, he's my mp um and i th- i knew i know where boris my mate used to live next door to boris and she used to text me whenever because when he was uh the mayor uh she used to text me whenever he was having uh, an argument with his wife and there was a lot there was one incident where he was his wife locked him out of his house uh when he lived down by angel and uh he was on the doorstep at 2am there were no paps around no one knows about this but he was just banging on the door desperately asking to be let back in and his wife uh, wouldn't let him back in wow that's great yeah. great intel that's when he was mayor um so yeah are those i think those are the only politicians that i know uh that live near me so, and Nick Robinson as well, off of off of asking politicians questions. Where we live, it's just a load of 
podcast and radio producers. Yes, and uh, YouTubers, to be fair, mate. Loads of oh, YouTubers. yeah, YouTubers as oh, well. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, my God. My son's obsessed with YouTubers now. Obsessed. Who, who's, oh, like, the biggest YouTuber near you, then? Oh, a guy called KSI, who lives in our old building. He's- I've got KSI on my wrist from golf. <laughs> um, what uh, KSI? He is, he is, like, big. Oh, really? <gasps> yeah. God. Are you looking him up? Uh, I, I wrote it down. What, what, what's his KSI? He's a he's a gamer. Oh, oh, oh we got some. He's got twenty one point four million subscribers. Tom. Oh my Christ! <laughs> That's more than us. He puts on boxing bouts with Whoa. another YouTuber, Jake Paul, isn't it? Logan Paul is Logan it? Logan Paul. Yeah, one of the Pauls. Oh, one God. of the Pauls twats. Um, there you go. Should we leave it there? I reckon. Yes. Thanks, Cornelius. Lots of love. Thank you. Bye bye. Who see you tomorrow. Um, what talk to me? Yeah, yeah. I, I reckon. Yeah, I'll see if I can make time. All right, just my thing. schedule. Yeah, I've got this time. Um, what's your plan? For, oh, so obviously, the rest of the day is yeah. I gotta go now, really, because I gotta go and make my sister some breakfast. Okay, all right, we'll go and enjoy birthday breakfast. Um, and uh, yeah, I reckon uh, tomorrow I will be here. Yes, good. Thank you. Bye bye. <laughs> Cabin FEA three seven oh nine O O O Cabin FEA three seven oh nine O O O Cabin FEA three seven oh nine O O O that's our Twitter name Right I'll see you tomorrow Okay Unbelievable he's gone now When you make decisions for your company you look for the no brainers And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.